the Business and Leadership Podcast with Jared Graybeal. Hey guys, welcome back to the Business and Leadership Podcast. I am excited for today's new episode. As you know, I put out one episode per month that's a practical teaching on business and leadership. And today we are covering how to be more creative and why it's important. Um, But before we get into this episode, I just want to remind you guys the best way people find the Business and Leadership Podcast is by more reviews and by sharing it. So before you listen to today's episode, if you could just hit the pause button, scroll to the bottom, uh, I think, of wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review. And then once you listen to it, if you enjoyed it, make sure to share it with a friend. Um, Now that that's out of the way, I want to jump right in to the episode. So LinkedIn Learning, which is an online educational platform, recently identified creativity as the number one soft skill needed in 2020. Additionally, creativity was found to be the second most in-demand skill in the world with cloud computing as number one. But as you can tell, cloud computing is, is a hard skill, which means it's applied to a specific section of the workforce, whereas creativity can, can be used and applied in every field. So before I get into kind of the why, I want to talk about what are soft and hard skills, just to give you more context into the difference between cloud computing and creativity. So hard skills are someone's ability to do a specific task, and soft skills are more about the way that they do them, how they adapt, collaborate, solve problems, and make decisions. So hard skills would include specialized knowledge and technical abilities like software development, sales, video production, photography, um, cloud computing, coding, uh, they're much easier to define and quantify than soft skills. Soft skills are more than, uh, more than technical. They're about behavior and thinking, like personality traits and cognitive skills. They're typically more difficult to measure, but they can also help a person thrive in a variety of roles and industries. Now that we've identified how valuable creativity as a soft skill and a skill in general I want to cover all the benefits of being creative. When people hear the word creative, they often think of artists, designers, or musicians, but creativity can be applied to everything in life from math, sales, motherhood, to software design, right? So it's in everything if you take advantage of it. So here are the six benefits of creativity. The first one is creativity cannot be replaced or replicated, Some have predicted that in the next 15 years, 40% of jobs can be automated through the use of AI or artificial intelligence. Although AI can now produce music and art, if you didn't know, it does so with the help of human creativity, which can't be replicated or fabricated. There will never be another Frank Lloyd Wright, Benjamin Franklin, Steve Jobs, Picasso, or any of those people. Um, Paul Robson, who's the president of Adobe, says the fusing of technology and the human process is helping us to create better products, but nothing will take away that human ability to understand the emotive connections, the link between a brand and the feeling you get when you smell something that reminds you of your childhood, hear a song you listen to as a teenager, feel the condensation on the side of a Coke bottle, or see a glass of wine or cold beer at the end of a long day. So the first reason is 
Uh, the first benefit is creativity cannot be replaced or replicated. The second thing is creativity is better for business. A global study found that businesses which invest in creativity uh, in the create creative experience increased employee productivity by up to 78%. They also increased customer satisfaction by 80%. They reportedly had better customer experience by 78%. They regularly fostered innovation by 83%. And they reportedly had more financial success or profitability by 73%. So it's obvious creativity is the ingredient that takes your product or your service from being a commodity to a necessity. Now, the third reason is creative teams do more with less. In a research study of creative teams um, in industry, Gilson, Matthew, Shally, and Ruddy, which is a research study um, citation, they found that teams were more creative, uh, scored higher on objective measures of performance, and they were also found to work more effectively within budgets. So they just do more with less. Number four is creativity sets you apart. Marketing agencies don't just want another person pushing out traditional ads with the same CTA each time. They want someone who can regularly increase brand awareness and constantly challenge the status quo. Software companies don't just want someone who can write code. They want someone who can dream up new software to fix old problems. Companies don't want business analysts who can just crunch numbers. They want analysts who can think of creative solutions based off of the numbers that the analysis is telling them. Now, the fifth benefit of being creative is that creativity reduces stress and anxiety. In the study called Everyday Creative Activity as a Path to Flourishing, uh, it concluded that engaging in a creative activity once a day can lead to a more positive state of mind. One of the researchers said, uh, quote unquote, research often yields complex, murky, or weak findings, but these patterns were strong and straightforward. Doing creative things today predicts improvements in well-being tomorrow. And the sixth benefit is creativity gives you a better sense of purpose. Whether it's with your hands or with your mind, there's no greater feeling than using our skills to contribute to something greater than ourselves. Doing that on a regular basis will inevitably give you a greater sense of purpose and quality of life. So, if you want to future-proof your career and make a better life for yourself, There's not many more effective ways than focusing on thinking more creatively. And despite what you might have thought before, creativity is a skill. And like any skill, it means you can get better at it if you work at it. So what do we do? How can we become more creative? If you're taking notes, the first way is be intentional. This is a big one. You've got to start here. Picasso said, inspiration exists, but it has to find us working. Now, in his lifetime, Picasso created over 50,000 works of art. But when we think of him, I'm sure only one or two paintings come to mind. Now, you have to think of this contextually, though, because Picasso is a great example for artists. But who is someone that you admire in your field? I mean, Steve Jobs had multiple failures before and after the iPhone, Uh, Amazon started and stopped plenty of smaller companies that weren't profitable and has even lost the company money. The Beatles have countless songs that most people have never heard of, and they played hundreds of times uh, for little to no money for over three years in small clubs before they got their big break. So in order to become more creative, you have to commit to being intentional and staying consistent over a period of time, if not forever. 
So where do you start and what does being intentional about creativity look like for you? Here's a few examples. One is listen to podcasts, ones that align with your interests and diverse ones that may have nothing to do with your field of expertise, but somehow spark creativity. Um, I listen to a plethora of podcasts. One of my favorite is Business Casual by Morning Brew, but that's very in alignment with what I do for a living. Um, so I listen to Hidden Brain, which talks a lot about psychology. I listen to How I Built This, which is a podcast about um, startups and you know billion dollar companies and how they got to where they are. Um, but I'll also listen to uh, the next thing is TED Talks. You know these short, informational, packed videos of quote unquote ideas worth spreading are bound to inspire some creativity in you. Another way is to do your research on brands or leaders in your field of interest. Learn about their background, their upbringing, the projects they are working on right now, and some of their failures. When I first started uh, my company, Superfit Foods, I studied um, a handful of really interesting entrepreneurs because I wanted to know who they were before they were who everyone knows them to be, right? So I studied Steve Jobs' upbringing, and I learned about his adoption and his history in school and just kind of got a um, insight and some empathy into their upbringing and how everyone is so different. And that sparked creativity in me. So I recommend you doing the same thing, research other brands and research other leaders. Another way to inspire creativity is to meet, read more creative copy. And what I mean by that is subscribe to certain emails that come in regularly and give you more expansive thought. So I subscribe to Morning Brew, Retail Brew, Tech Brew. I also subscribe to Tim Ferriss's, uh, I think it's called Five Point Friday. Um, and I subscribe to New York Times and I subscribe to another email. It comes out on Sundays and I think it's called The Profit. Um, but they're just super interesting. I subscribe to James Clear email called 321 Thursdays. Um, I love how they write and I love what I learn from them every day. Uh, and it always gives me some creative fuel. And the last thing is, of course, read good books. This can be fiction or nonfiction. Um, try not to read too much of the same stuff, but my recommendation is to always be reading a book. And I didn't put this in the um, blog format, but even movies can spark creativity. I just wouldn't veg out on too many movies if you plan on it being productive. So the first way to get better at creativity is to be intentional. The second way is you've got to do the work, right? So once you've committed to being intentional, you got to do the work. If you want to grow your muscles, going to the gym once isn't going to do it. So much like working out has to become a habit if you want to get in shape, the same thing applies to creativity. So you have to refine your schedule to allow yourself the space to flex your creativity muscles on a different but a regular basis. So how do we do that? First thing is you got to have a morning routine. You can have a night one, but it's just more difficult in my experience. And so some recommendations for your morning routine, try journaling your thoughts, journaling your tasks, your prayer lists, your struggles, your wins, your losses, the things you're looking forward to, anything that comes to mind, journal it. You're going to spark some creativity and you're going to expand on some thought. Another way is take five to 10 minutes to meditate or pray each day. Um, if you're a religious person or a believer, um, prayer is obviously a good space to disconnect from the world. Um, and if you're a believer or not, meditation is a non-religious practice where you can 
isolate some thoughts and get some creative space and some uh, awareness around your body, your mind, and your circumstances. Um, another thing to do in your morning routine would be to read a few pages of your book. I try to read like five pages in the morning and 10 pages at night. Um, try drawing or painting, even if you've never done that well. Uh, that could spark creativity. Or start a blog or begin making short form posts on Instagram about the things that you're learning or interested in right now. Now, trying not to jam pack your schedule every day is hard as, as a leader, business owner, entrepreneur. I get it. Um, some of my days, I'm, I'm way too busy to do all these things. There are no breaks. But a few days out of the week, I, I just try to create what I call white space in my schedule so I have time to sit and think in between tasks or meetings. So I recommend that for you. Maybe you can't do it every day, but two, three days out of the week, have some time to sit in your thoughts. And then the last recommendation is to literally schedule creative time into your calendar like you would a workout or a dinner with a buddy or your work schedule. If you schedule creativity time, you'll make time for it. Now, the third recommendation um, or third way to become more creative is to curate your environment. For me, I know what time of day I'm most creative. I know what type of music I like to listen to when I want to focus, and I know where I like to be. Most of the time, it's early morning or late evening, and I like to be drinking coffee if it's the morning or drinking wine if it's the evening, and I like to listen to like ambient-style indie music. I'm typically at a coffee shop that I know has space and a chair that isn't going to kill my butt or my back if I sit there for a few hours. So those are like that's my environment, and I know that. Also, I try to make sure I don't have any distractions. So like I try to get all my other work out of the way. I try to let people know that, that constantly contact me like, hey, I'm getting off the grid for two hours and I always eat a meal before so I don't get hungry in the middle of a project. So only you know what type of setting is best for you. And maybe you haven't figured that out yet, but I highly recommend curating your environment in such a way in which you can be most creative and focused. The fourth way to become more creative is to look for gaps. So Motorola was the first company to produce a handheld mobile phone. On April 3rd, 1973, I love this story, Martin Cooper, a Motorola researcher and executive, made the first mobile telephone call from a handheld subscriber equipment, and he called Dr. Joel Engel of Bell Labs, which was his rival. I love that story. The story doesn't have much to do with this point, um, besides the fact that A, it's an awesome story, but B, the cell phone would have never been invented if someone at some point didn't get so fed up with having to be in the kitchen attached to a cord in order to talk to a friend. Imagine if that was still what we had to do these days. So God bless you, Martin Cooper, for creating the cell phone, right? So that was a gap at one point. Oftentimes, creativity is manifested as a solution to a problem. So what problems can you solve with your creativity? What gaps can you fill that maybe no one else sees but you? Most of us say that we don't like change, but I don't think that's true. When it's up to us, we change things all the time. So what things can you change to make something better? The fifth way to get more creative and the last way is to ask for advice. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, every man is my superior in that I learn of him, meaning that we can learn something from everyone, especially when it comes to creativity. Everyone sees the world through a slightly different lens and we all have slightly different perspectives on everything, no matter how similar we may be. When I'm working on something, especially if it's big, I'll ask people their advice in different fields and from different walks of life, just to get an alternative perspective and ignite some thought-provoking conversation. Usually, whatever I'm working on ends up being much better because of it. 
Now, if you struggle with taking advice from others, whether it's leaning too heavily on them or not taking any advice at all, I highly recommend checking out one of my earlier podcasts on how to measure the value of criticism. I recommend always starting with your close friends, coworkers, and your immediate circle. And from there, branch out and leverage your distance relationships, uh, people with completely different interests, and even social media. So just to recap, the six benefits of creativity are it cannot be replaced or replicated. It's better for business. Creative teams do more with less. Creativity sets you apart. Creativity reduces stress and anxiety, and it gives you a greater sense of purpose. And the five ways to become more creative, number one, is to be intentional. Number two, do the work. Number three, curate your environment. Number four, look for gaps. And number five, ask for advice. Guys, I hope this episode uh, provided some value to your life. I hope it inspires you to be more creative in your endeavors. Um, As always, make sure if you haven't already to rate or review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to share this episode. If it helped you, it'll probably help someone you know. And uh, until next time, love you guys. Have an awesome day.